Working on a chain reaction, it's a series I started a few weeks back, and I want to continue on in this, uh, this series called Chain Reaction, and, and I just want to start out with, first of all, Romans chapter 12, verse 2, very powerful passage of scripture, one of those hallmark scriptures for my life that I go back and revisit constantly, because I believe what happens in your mind will affect everything else that's happening in your life. And, uh, and so the scripture says here in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is the good, the acceptable, and the perfect will of God. So it tells us here that you're, you and I are either being conformed to this world or we're being transformed by the renewing of our mind. Transformation, that word transform actually comes from the word metamorphosis where it means to change. And so we're being changed into what God intended for us to be changed or we're being conformed to this world. But I'm telling you, our, the, our actions, our decisions, the way that we conduct our life will determine what happens in our life. There is a chain reaction that's taking place. It's, I ch- our choices make us. They really do make us. And so we started out with this series talking about our relationships, relationship by design. That we need to make sure that we have right relationships, that the relationships that we have around us will determine where we end up in life and even the journey that we have in life. And so we talked about that. I want to encourage you to go back online if you haven't had an opportunity to be able to uh, uh, listen to it yet. Get on there and listen to it. And then last week we talked about meekness, the word meekness and what that means in that, uh, and and God just put that in my heart and it was a very powerful message and how uh, we need to design our lives according to meekness or else the alternative of meekness is pride. We, 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 we will automatically be prideful and, and operate in pride. And every one of us have to fight pride on a daily basis. And if you're saying, no, I don't have to, you, you're, you're operating in it right now. And, and so let me tell you, we all have to deal with pride on a daily basis. Today I want to talk to you about another important subject that I believe that affects and impacts people's lives greatly more so than probably people do not realize, and that's integrity. I want to talk about integrity by design. We need to be people of integrity. Many people may uh, not understand what integrity actually looks like or even uh, what it, it what it means, and so here's here's the the uh, platform of where I want to lead from today. If you're following along with the notes that in that's inside your worship guide, there's a statement that I make initially, and it's this: by design, we live by integrity, or by default, we live by compromise. There's no in-between. We're either walking in, 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 in integrity or we're compromising in our life. And compromise, we compromise a lot of different things in our life. We can compromise our reputation, which happens many times. We compromise and, and we cause damage. Another, word, an, another definition of the word compromise means to damage. We're damaging our life through compromise. Uh, it also means to weaken. I think too many times our lives are being weak, weakened through compromise because we're not walking in integrity. But specifically, I'd like to just share with you as quickly as possible 
by default, we compromise four things. And I'm just going to quickly spit these out. And there's a few things I'm going to spit out, but I want to end up with two major main thoughts that I'll give you at the very conclusion of what I, I'm talking about today. But let me give you the four areas that we tend to compromise in our life that we do not realize how impacting it is when we uh, violate integrity in our life. First of all, we compromise our faith. Our faith becomes compromised. It affects our relationship with God. It affects the things that we are wanting to believe God for. And it affects our pursuit of what God would have us pursue with our faith when we compromise. Scripture tells us when we have a compromise in our life, then our heart condemns us and we don't have confidence towards God. And so anytime we allow compromise, whether it be small or big, and just as I illustrated earlier with the water holding that little, that little bottle of water out, eventually it weighs a ton, even though it still weighs 12 ounces, 16 ounces, whatever it may weigh, it eventually will weigh a ton to us. When we compromise, eventually that compromise will weigh a ton in our life. It compromises our faith. Let me give you a scripture here in Psalm 101, verse 6. Are you guys with me? Yes, sir. Okay, I'm, I'm off this shooting block. I want, I want to get to where I want to go in this message. But here in uh, Psalm 101, verse 6, it says... My eyes will be upon, God saying this, my eyes will be upon the faithful, honorable of the land. They may dwell with me, that they may dwell with me. He who walks blamelessly with integrity is the one who will minister to me and serve me. That's pretty powerful. It's those that are walking in integrity, walking in, 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 in God's will. Too, many, too much compromise happening among Christians. Too many people have taken the grace message and applied it in a, in a wrongful manner in their life in thinking that compromise is okay. It's not okay. It will hurt your faith. It will cause things to happen in your life that you do not want to happen. Will you get to heaven? You'll get to heaven, but you're going to get there and you're not going to enjoy the journey here that God intended for you to enjoy. Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. He wants us to have a great life here on this earth. Are you with me thus far? So we compromise our faith. Secondly, we can compromise our freedom. Uh, I shared that earlier a while ago that Scripture, Hebrews, tells us to lay aside every sin and every weight that so easily ensnares, that binds us and captivates us and holds us captive. And uh, anytime we are compromising in our life, it always brings bondage in our life. It binds us. It holds us back. We think that compromise is actually liberating us and releasing us to more, but it actually holds us back and keeps us back from more. It does. And so, so uh, let me give you a couple of scriptures. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 9 says, Whoever walks in integrity walks securely. Whoever walks in integrity walks securely. So what's the opposite of walking securely? Insecurely, yeah, we could say it that way. But it's, it's, it's walking in a place that we don't want to be. It's walking in a place that there, there's, always, there's always a fear. There's always, and fear is binding, by the way. The Bible tells us that fear brings bondage. 
And so anytime we're insecure, we're in fear, therefore we're in bondage. It's always going to hold us back from moving forward. Fear is paralyzing. It keeps us back. And so we're not walking securely when we're walking outside of integrity. And so it goes on to say, but whoever takes crooked paths will be found out. Living Bible says we'll slip and fall. We'll, we'll mess up. We're going to mess up when we walk outside of, of the integrity that we're supposed to be walking with. And I'll define integrity next. And then, like I said, I'm going to bring it home with two major thoughts. Because if we want to really, truly walk in integrity, there's going to be two main ingredients that's a must in our life that we have to have in order to walk in integrity. But uh, Romans chapter 6, verse 16 says, Don't you realize that you become the slave of whatever you choose to obey? You can be a slave to sin, which leads to death, or you can choose to obey God, which leads to a righteous living, to righteous living, to right living, good living, godly living, awesome living, freedom, liberated. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. You shall know the truth, and the truth that you know and walk in will set you free. We get to walk free. I, I've been in bondage, and I've been free, and I'd rather have freedom than I would bondage. Amen? And too many people walking in the bondage of their circumstances, walking in the bondage of, of words that have been spoken over them and pains of their past and just situations going on in life. We need to get free. And, and, and we don't definitely need to be our worst own enemy. Too many times we're our worst own enemy because we're choosing the wrong paths in our life. Instead of walking in integrity, we compromise, small and big. And too often we think it's the, those small things don't matter. But the Bible says it's the small foxes that spoil the vine. Scripture says if you'll be faithful with the little, you'll be ruler over much. And so we need to make sure that we're faithful with those little things. Number three, our family. We compromise our family. When we allow ourselves to walk outside the realm and, and, uh, in, the, in, in sync with integrity, we compromise our family. This ought to motivate us all. We are, especially if we have children, we need to be motivated to the core. I tell you, this is something that has helped me throughout my life. I have, I have three precious, dear, awesome grandchildren. And I don't want to do anything, 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 anything that would ever damage them or cause them to be, fail in their relationship because of my, my choices. But I want you to see what uh, Scripture says here concerning family. And this ought to motivate us. If it doesn't, you need to bend over and let a number of us kick you in the butt. <laughs> Proverbs 20 verse 4 says, The righteous man walks in his, in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. When we walk in integrity, our children are blessed. Let me read that out of the Amplified Bible. I really like the way that it, it puts it. It says the righteous man who walks in integrity and lives life in accord or in accord with his godly beliefs how blessed happy and spiritually secure are his children after him who have his example to follow Wow that's just powerful I'm so grateful to be able to walk and do life with my son I get to walk with my son. I get, to, I get to spend time with my son. I have a great relationship with my son. 
And, and it's something that I've gotten to do all of his lifetime. And I believe because of my integrity, he's been able to be set up to be a, a success in his life, spiritually and every which way. I'm grateful for that. It's God's word that works in my life. It's not me, it's him. I'm just doing what he's telling me to do. I don't have enough sense to do it on, uh, on my own. I, I, without his wisdom, there's no telling what path I would take. Well, actually, I, there is. I was on all the wrong paths. Because I was outside of the wisdom of God before. Number four is our future. We violate our future. We, we compromise our future. The Bible says in Proverbs 11.3, the integrity of the upright guides them. But the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. And that duplicity means, uh, it means uh, dishonesty. It means dishonesty. And so God wants us to, to walk in integrity because he wants our, our past to be guided. So, so these are four things that we compromise when we don't walk in integrity. Four main things that ought to motivate us to walk in integrity. So what is integrity? If, if we're supposed to walk in it, because let me tell you something about any, anything concerning the Word of God. Are you, I can tell you guys are already excited. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm messing with your life. I'm getting right where you are, right in your house. I'm getting right in your job. I'm getting right in your marriage and right in your relationship with your children. I'm messing with you today. I'm here to tell you that every one of us need to be messed with. But I'm doing it because I love you and I want to see God's best in your life, in your faith. In your, I want to see you free. I want to see you walking in, in all the things that God has for you. But too often we define things by our definition rather than letting the Word of God define it for us. So what is integrity? Truly, what does God say integrity is? Well, let me just start out by saying this. Integrity is three things. Number one, integrity is doing the right thing. Can we agree to that? I think the other two, the next two, you're going to say, yeah, I'll prove it out in Scripture. But number one, integrity is doing the right thing. Psalm 106 verse 3 says, There is joy for those who deal justly with others and always do what is right. Integrity is doing the right thing even when no one is looking. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it's doing things that you're supposed to be doing even when nobody's looking. Men, you don't need to be looking at those porn sites. You need to keep your heart clean. You need to keep your life clean. You need to say, you need, and I'm not condemning you. I'm not, I'm not. But I'm here to tell you there are far too many people, far too many men that are bound, they're bound to pornography. They're addicted. And you need to be set free. And so I'm not here to condemn you. I want to see you set free from it. But you've got to determine, I'm going to be a man of integrity. I'm not going to watch that stuff, even though nobody else will know about it. I'm here to tell you, it'll impact your faith, it'll impact your freedom, it'll impact your family, it'll impact uh, whatever that other thing is. I said, it, what? Future, your future. 
And I've seen it ruin every one of those things in people's lives. No criticism whatsoever. But we've got to watch it. We've got to be a people of our word. We've got to make sure that if we say something that we follow through. And I'm going to step a little bit here and there and everywhere because, you know, one of my, one of my pet peeves is if you can't be early, if you can't be on time, be early. Be, be people that are, that are a person of your word. Be on time. Violate integrity. You're letting compromise come in. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it's impacting those four areas in your life. You love me? Your children may not know what you're doing because they don't see it, but I'm I'm here to tell you it's impacting their lives. There could be a variety of different things that I could pick on. I don't have time this morning. But I'm here to tell you, I'm here to tell you, if you have responsibility in your life, you need to follow through and be responsible in doing what you should be doing for the sake of those four, four, four areas that I talked about. So it's doing the right thing even when nobody is looking, but it's also doing the right thing even when everybody is looking. Too often we, we yield to peer pressure and we follow the crowd instead of standing up and doing the right thing even if you're the only one that's standing for it. Even if you're the only one that says, listen, I'm going to follow this way because it's the way of integrity. I don't care if everybody else is doing it. This is the right thing to do. Therefore, I'm going to do it. And if, every, if it hair lips everybody, I'm still going to do it. Integrity is doing the right thing. It's doing it even if it's tough. Even if it's the toughest thing to follow through. I try with all my heart to be a man of my word. And sometimes it's tough because i got a busy schedule. And sometimes, I, you know, if I, then there's lots of demands. There's lots of there's, uh, things. I try to live with margin. One of the things that I do is I, I just purpose to try to live with margin in everything. Financially, uh, just with my time. Uh, because I know that there's life that happens. And, uh, and, and, and so I want to make sure that I make room for time. And sometimes it can be tough. Sometimes it means a loss of sleep to make sure that I follow through and do what I'm supposed to do. And, and, and sometimes, sometimes it's costly. But you do it even if it hurts you. Because... It's the right thing to do. God will make up for it. Oh, I just, I, I'm just so tired. Oh, my gosh. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> we all get tired from time to time. I do love you. I'm just being a father to you today, okay? Number two, integrity is doing everything with excellence. And this is, this is an area that I, I know that, man, this is just going to be a toughie for some of you. Because you're so used to just getting by. It's good enough. It's just good enough. Let me tell you, if it isn't your best, if you're not doing it with excellence, if you're not giving your best foot forward, it's, it's violating integrity. It's not integrity, it's compromise. 
You're compromising your potential in your life. You're compromising God's best in your life. You have to step forward. You've got to be the best parent that you could possibly be, not just be a good parent. You've got to be the best husband that you could possibly be, not just a good husband or an okay husband or I'm just getting by. You've got to be the best wife that you could possibly be, not just okay. And whatever you do, you do it to your best ability. Let me give you some scripture. Is that okay? Not my opinion, God's opinion. First Peter chapter 2, it says this. And let me, we live in a, cult, a culture of where there's all kinds of compromise taking place. But in First Peter chapter 2, verse 9, but you are a chosen race, talking about God's people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. We're to be proclaiming the excellencies of God. Let me tell you, God is an excellent God. He, he, he's, he, I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about being wasteful. I'm talking about just being the best. I'll just give you a small illustration. We had our and I hope my wife doesn't mind. She probably does, but she'll forgive me. She's not in here. Uh, but our dream team party, we just had that. We have a, a yearly dream team party where we do our best to honor all that serve. We just, we're so grateful for everyone that serves and makes ministry happen around here. And people's lives can be impacted and changed. And, and uh, uh, we, my wife had taken this... Uh, case of bottled water and put it on the one of these carts and it was still in the case and and she just set it in the cart and i i'm i'm one of those people i see everything and i walked by there and i see that case of water and i thought that's not the best and so i pulled the case of water out and i said each bottle in that in that uh on that cart with all the labels facing this way stacked (laughs) and i gave my best Trust me, that's how I am. When we, when we change the liners on the trash cans, we don't just slap it in there. Uh-uh. We've got to bring it to the top. We've got to tuck in the place where you've tied it and make it as tight as possible. Push the, the trash liners in, and, and we make sure. And, and that's just, we're going to do, we're going to, you matter. God matters. You matter. We want to put our best foot forward when we're serving you. That's how we do it. And listen, uh, you know, people, when you go to the grocery store, my wife and I, we don't just leave the the golf cart. We don't leave the the push carts out there in in the highways and the byways out there in the next parking lot. We go put them back where they belong. I don't care if nobody's looking because it's excellence, because it's the right thing to do. Am I, am I getting in anybody's business today? Now, this is going to rub you wrong. And listen, I, this is just, I just want to be excellent. In the morning, when we get up, we fix our bed. God, you deserve the best. We don't leave. We don't leave the room. We get up. We get out of the bed. 
we fix the bed immediately. We don't go relieve ourselves in any way. We fix the bed. Then we go do our business. Do you understand? Let's do our best. Start small. Some of you are so overwhelmed right now that it's just like, where do I start? It's like, I've got to clean my garage. You open that garage door, you see the mess, and you think, oh my God, another day. You you just already shut the garage door on me. Start somewhere, one step at a time. God will lead you in steps. Are you with me? Integrity with excellence. Number three, and I need to hurry. Integrity is doing everything, and this is where a lot of people miss it, wholeheartedly. It's not integrity if you're not doing it with your heart, even though you may be even doing it with excellence. God doesn't want just what you can do. He wants your heart behind it. The Bible says if you'll be willing and obedient, you'll eat the best of the land. He doesn't want just our obedience. He wants also our heart behind it, our willingness. He's looking for our heart. And folks, that's a choice. Well, my heart's just not in it. Well, get it in it. Get with it. There's times where I just don't feel like it, but I get with it. And I make sure, okay, heart, you're coming and you're engaging. We're doing this. There's times, there's things that I just don't like. I, 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 I oh gosh. I'm going to get vulnerable here, a little bit transparent, I guess. Not vulnerable, but transparent. I, I don't like, I don't like doing funerals. I had to do one yesterday. I don't, but you know, let me tell you, my heart was all there. It was all in. And this one, for you future people, I don't like doing weddings. I've married some of you. And then I have not married some of you that I'm still hearing about. (laughs) I knew you back there. Some of our key leaders. uh, And uh, it's just something I don't care for. But if I do it, I'm going to be all in. My heart's going to be all in because that's, I'm required to do that. And I, I, I don't do it without a willingness. I do it because it's integrity. It's the right thing to do in my life, in our life. Let me give you a scripture here. And then I want to I share these two thoughts real, real quick in closing. Are you guys getting something out of this? Colossians 3.23 and 24, it says, Whatever you do, whatever. Whatever, I don't care if it's, I don't care if it's, whatever you do, softball, whatever you do, loving your wife. Let me tell you, there's far too many husbands and wives that, that uh, they're going through the motion, they're doing all the right things, everything right, but their hearts are detached. They're, they've become emotionally divorced, and it's time to get your heart engaged. It's, get it in gear. You're going to love them. You don't, I don't care how much they've hurt you. you. And let me tell you something about relationships. If you've not been hurt in relationship, you're not in a relationship. Relationships have hurts and pains. It's just part of, the, it's part of it. 
And you just, that's why we got to forgive and that's why we got to ask forgiveness. So that God can heal us. Okay? I don't know why I keep getting off on that. Somebody needs to hear it. Whatever you do, do it wholeheartedly as, as though you were working for the real master and not merely for humans. You know that your, your master will give you an inheritance as your reward. It is Christ, your real master, whom you are serving. You do it because you're doing it for God. You love person. You don't, and you don't go tell them, I'm doing this, for, I'm doing this as unto the Lord. No, you, I love you. I love you. I, I, I love you. And not in the back of your mind, you jerk. No, I love you. I really do love you. Get your heart engaged. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. And that's how it's going to turn out. It's going to turn out right for you when you do it with the right heart. Okay, two, two things in closing. And I'm just going to share as quickly as possible. How to establish integrity by design in, in our lives. Because by design, we walk in integrity. Or by default, we compromise. It's just, it's just a given. One or the other. There's no in-between. So how do, we, how, do we, how do we establish integrity by design? Number one, it takes faith in the Lord. It takes faith. And I'm not talking about just becoming a believer and saying, Jesus, be the Lord of my life. It does start there. But it takes faith believing that God's principles, God's ways, God's word, God's values are the best way and the, the best thing for me and for our family and for our church and for our life and for our community and for our world. We've, we've got to believe it with all of our heart. If we don't believe it, I'm going to tell you, we're going to compromise. We have to believe with all of our heart that walking in integrity is the best, 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 best thing for me. And let me give you a scripture uh, Hebrews 11.6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. When we're walking in, purposing to walk in integrity, it is a pursuit of God and it's a pursuit of his heart and it's a pursuit of his ways in our life. And I'm going to tell you, as a result, the Effect of that is rewards. I benefit from that all the time. You hear me talk about my relationships. I'm grateful. I'm undeserving of them, but I'm grateful. And all it is, and I'm going to tell you, it's God's principles, God's values, God's ways. It's all of those things working in my life. Amen? Amen. And I'm getting to know some cool new people as God's bringing them here and as I connect with new people. And it's just awesome that God just keeps bringing more relationships in my life that are awesome. Thank you for obeying God and being here and coming here. But let me tell you, we have a culture here. And I'm going to talk about that next week. We have a culture here that we've purposely designed that we need, you guys need a design in your life. And it's one, you know, we, we, we believe, we're, we love, we're God seekers. We'll talk about that next week. Number two, I want to give you this one, and then I close with this. Not only does it take faith in God, but it takes fear 
of the Lord. It takes, it takes fear of the Lord. If we don't have this whole-hearted, wholesome dread of displeasing God, then I'm going to tell you it's going to be very easy to compromise. It ought to break our hearts to know that we possibly broke God's heart. Let me say it this way. Our heart ought to be broken any time we even even consider the idea of compromising. It ought to just break our heart. The fear of the Lord is not, God, I'm scared of you. The fear of the Lord is this this reverential... Yeah, that, that hard word. It, it's, it's having a reverence of God. This, ah, oh, I don't want to hurt you. I don't want to ever violate you. I always want to honor you. And it's so easy to get away from that in our relationships. I know when I, uh, just relationships that I have that, that uh, you know, just in life, uh, I still have a, I, I have a sister uh, that loves me dearly. And I, this girl, she, she has such a way of honoring me and just loving me and respecting me. And she hasn't lost that even though she knows all of my flaws, probably more so than most. And she honors me and loves me and has a reverence towards me in, in a... In a not in a, uh, on the level of God, understand that. But it's an honor. It's an honor. But I've seen relationships as initially that it's like, man, I, I would do, you know, anything to not break your heart. And then, and then uh, the longer, and we've seen that in marriages. The longer you are together, uh, the more that you start to compromise that. And we need to make sure that we're not compromising that in our life. So let me give you some scripture and I close. Job chapter 4 verse 6, it says, Is not your reverent fear of God, your confidence in the integrity and uprightness of your ways, your hope? Psalm 128 verse 1 says, Blessed, happy, and sheltered by God's favor is everyone who fears the Lord and worships him with obedience, who walks in his ways and lives according to his commandments. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for...